At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. The Carolina Panthers got a dub against the Buccaneers. What does it mean? Plus, did an official seek an autograph from Tampa Bay Buccaneers wideout Mike Evans? We'll get to the bottom of that. Let's log on to the internet, shall we? What's Trending is brought to you by GEICO. you got a choice of ways that you can save on car insurance. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Go online to GEICO.com or stop by the GEICO office nearest you. Let's get it. The Yankees swept, um, excuse me, the Astros swept the An- Yankees. Wishful thinking, Joe. Yeah, much, 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 <laughs> much to my chagrin. <laughs> Wishful indeed. Uh, in four games to advance to the World Series. This is the, the fifth straight time that the Yankees have failed to advance out of the championship series. The Astros back to the World Series after getting there last year, losing to the Braves. They'll take on the Phillies, the unexpected winner out of the National League, Joe. But the question, the World Series can wait. Mm-hmm. The real question is what's next for Aaron Judge? Yeah, well, it depends. You, you want to read into what he wears or what he uh, says? The, the outfit, uh, I, I took note of it. I'm, okay. I'm not going to lie to you. He had like a stable... He must have a horse farm somewhere, mm-hmm. and it was that's what he had. And then, like the jacket was like this Patagonia, you know, looked like a towel, looked like he was like modeling for the Marriott, mm-hmm. you know, Western Visa. He had a uh, jacket on. Yeah, yeah. There you I, go. I, listen, handsome man. Don't he get actually, me wrong, I but. don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he has shifted over to the Taylor Swift Midnight's era. He oh, is still sweet. listening to folklore. Could, I think that's could, what he's. It could. I be. think that's what he's listening to. Uh, however noticeably absent a yankee logo huh weird (laughs) huh so here's what he had to say that's what he wore but here's what he had to say while he was wearing non-yankee stuff uh not not at all not yet not yet we got uh i got got plenty of time to figure that out did you spend any time today thinking about how this could be the last game home game for you here no take anything in no not at all not at all i try to go out there and do my job and you know help this team win and uh It happened so quick, you don't really you know, have time to soak much in. So that's Aaron Judge, uh, potentially former Yankees slugger, after they got bounced by the Astros this weekend. So we got Astros and Phillies. I mean, I get why there is a sentiment out there that people don't want to see the Astros win, even though they are legitimately good. There's a, Listen, look, there's a there's a carryover effect yeah. from the sign stealing scandal where I, even I am still the belief that they weren't properly punished for what sure. happened. I, I'm as big as of an Astros hater as there is. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to you. And but what they've done under Dusty Baker has been impressive for them to come back to to reshape. Look, if they were cheating that badly and stealing mm-hmm. signs and only getting hits because they were stealing signs, well, then they've reinvented themselves in the last two years because. Yeah. They're li- they are just the best team in baseball. That's all there is to it. Their lineup. And that's the thing about how they swept the Yankees. It wasn't – this isn't like, oh, my gosh, if only, you know, Garrett Cole had pitched one more game or, oh, my gosh, if Joe Torre didn't have him at double – if would have put him at double play depth, you know, the Diamondbacks never win and we don't have to hear about the stupid Diamondbacks ever again. But, no, this was – the Astros are the better team, better lineup, 
they won all four games and they took care of business. Next up. One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four. Now, look, most people are convinced that referees are out to get their team or that referees have their favorites. Or as Steve Logan, former ECU coach who used to do radio with us and now is fishing out on the beach, he always liked to say, the refs know who's supposed to win. All right? But, I mean, you probably shouldn't be getting autographs after a game. No, you're really not supposed to be getting autographs after a game. That's yeah. part of the rules. Yeah, yeah. Sheena Quick, uh, who covers the Panthers uh, out in Charlotte, got some video of side judge Jeff Lamberth and line judge Trip Sutter calling Mike Evans' name, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after they lost to the Carolina Panthers, and they each got autographs from the receiver. The video clearly shows what's happening right now. Now, the NFL and the Referees Association – do not allow referees from approaching players, coaches, and NFL team personnel for autographs, obviously for reasons we can understand. And if they do get autographs, they have to go through proper channels to get said autographs for charitable endeavors, which happens all the time. You go to any sort of charity event, you're going to see some game-worn item or some memorabilia that's signed by somebody to raise money. What do you do with officials for doing this? you got to suspend them a game. In my view, I, I would think a game at least. This is the NFL too. Like they're the ones who know and care about gambling mm-hmm. at a level that we just don't see in other leagues. Next up. All right, so help me out here, Joe. Clemson beat another ranked team. Yeah, they did so. Okay, maybe not in convincing fashion, but it was a tough game. They didn't have their fastball. They found a way to win. Mm-hmm. So why is Joel Klatt and maybe some others on the Twitters and social medias coming after Clemson as if, well, they wouldn't finish nothing but better than third in the Big East, the Big Ten East or the SEC East as if, first of all, is there any, is there like a real shame, by the way, in being behind Ohio State and Michigan? Is there like a real shame in being behind Tennessee and Georgia this year? I I think you bring up Michigan, right? Yeah. I, I need for you to tell me, as the AP voter, what exactly Michigan has done. I know you don't have Michigan ahead of Clemson. I, I don't. Michigan, in my opinion, they have. I, I try to go by wins and where you win the game. Sure. Okay. What you earn. I try to do an SAT type situation. Fine. Michigan has a good win over Penn State and a good win over Maryland. Both of those games were at home, though. Yeah. Clemson, in the last five to six weeks, has had wins against ranked opponents out of their own conference. I know that in years past, Clemson puts themselves into the college football playoff discussion because they'll play an SEC team in one of those Chick-fil-A classic type games, neutral site game. That didn't happen this year. They got Notre Dame. But as we know, Notre Dame isn't exactly holding up their end of the bargain. So beating Notre Dame this year isn't exactly going to get get it done. But at some point, we have to have an honest conversation about where the ACC is. We've just decided the ACC sucks. Rankings be damned. The ACC sucks. The ACC Atlantic and what what Clemson has done, they beat what? 15th ranked Syracuse on Saturday. Wake Forest, after dismantling Boston College this weekend, has moved into the top 10. They're number 10 in the latest AP top 25 poll. Mm -hmm. Okay. They beat Wake Forest in overtime. On the road. You get credit for that, right? When they took on NC State, that was a ranked NC State squad in primetime at home. Healthy Devin Leary looked pretty damn good in dismantling NC State in the process. And Florida State at the time was considered feisty. And they ended up beating the beating the Seminoles in a game that was a lot more 
decisive than the final score oh, might indicate. But also Florida State came out blazing yes. hot, and, yes. and Clemson responded. Again, but, but, they've been a slow start. I think that also has contributed to it. They've been a slow-starting team this year, Clemson. But they win. But they find a way in the second half, which, by the way, the last time I checked, is a mark of good coaching. Yes. When you make adjustments at halftime and you play better in the second half, that's good coaching. And I do think that this is ultimately what it comes down to. People are convinced that Dabo is not a good coach. Dabo can make make it to all these college football playoffs. He can and, – and I'll admit that the way that this offseason goes or went – I did not think that DJ Uyunglele was going to be the starting quarterback at this point in the season. I thought they'd go to Cade Klubnik, the the next big freshman thing. But that hasn't been the case. Dabo's belief in DJ has paid off. I think I saw the stat that up until this game, DJ Uyunglele in his second year as the starter was producing more than Trevor Lawrence was producing in his second year as a starter. And he was producing more than Deshaun Watson was producing in his second year as a starter. Now, you can point out that those teams that Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson had were a hell of a lot more loaded, and DJ's having to do more. But again, that's a credit to what DJ's done yeah. this year. He didn't have it. He just didn't have it on Saturday, which, again, gets back to Dabo pushing the right buttons, deciding to get him out of there and change the pace. Syracuse imploded, and here's Dabo after the game uh, getting a little hyperbolic in terms of what happened with DJ, but his point stands. Well, sometimes, you know, Steph Curry goes, you know, two for 25. Your best player sometimes can have a bad day. And he just, you know, got out of rhythm, made some bad plays. And, you know, we just need to change. And so we showed we got that guy that could come in here. DJ's our quarterback. There ain't no question about that. That's our guy. That's our leader. Yep, you can write that right now. DJ's our guy. Now, he's got to play better, and he will. But how about Kay Trump to come in there and lead these guys? So, And this guy right here, what a great job. Thank you, Coach. Congrats on the win. And Kate Klubnick, who came in, said, look, it's DJ's team. DJ Uyunglele was supportive of the whole situation. The only thing wrong that Dabo said in that situation was that Steph Curry goes two for 25. Well, actually, Steph Curry's never gone two for 25 from three. Just putting that out there. It's never happened. Next up. Number two. So, not a good weekend for the old dudes. We know what happened with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? But Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers lost again. LeBron James, LA Lakers, they're 0-3 to start the season, and they look terrible. Speaking of hitting threes, the Lakers are 21% from three after three games, and Russell Westbrook, the the only play they have for him is that expiring contract. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it, it's okay for the Lakers to lose to the Warriors and Clippers in the first two games, but... The Blazers are on that list of tanking for the French Mamba. Yep. So that's a hard one to explain. So two of these three guys, in terms of the whole no country for old men, two of the three are actually in situations that the construction of the teams are not conducive to their strengths as an older player. Aaron Rodgers, metrics-wise, still okay. But he's being let down by his wide receivers. He can say whatever he wants about simplifying the offense and things like that. Aaron Rodgers is being let down by a bad offensive line and not replacing Devontae Adams properly. Simple enough? Well, how do you do that, though? Right. <laughs> well, you don't de- let him get away. Keep that's Devontae the- Adams? Yeah, I mean, and that's on that's on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, he never apparently never called him. And in the case of LeBron James, it's you, you, you wanted Russell Westbrook for real? That's what you wanted? At some point, he did. 
That's badly constructed team. Badly constructed team. As opposed to Tom Brady, who clearly looks like a guy who just doesn't have it anymore. Here's Ryan Clark on with Greeny, which you can listen to on 99.9 The Fan from 10 until noon. When you look at this team, it isn't just about everyone around him. It's him, too, right? Tom Brady isn't playing at a high level. Tom Brady isn't leading as at a high level. Tom Brady isn't conducting himself as the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at a high level. And the one thing we've always seen from him is everything worked top down on every team Tom Brady is on. He held himself to a certain level of accountability and excellence, and the team followed suit. That no longer is the case. So that's Ryan Clark on with Mike Greenberg, which you can listen to from 10 until noon here on 99.9 The Fan. And everything he said is right. Tom Brady has not looked like the old Tom Brady. And at some point, time was eventually going to catch up to him. And this is not like other seasons where everybody counted Tom Brady out and he still had something in the tank. The problem comes back to team construction again as well. If we can point out the failings of LeBron James and Aaron Rodgers... You can also point out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from coaching, offensive line. Offensive line's a big one to me. And you can have Mike Evans back, but he clearly does miss Rob Gronkowski as well. It's a recipe for what you're seeing in Tampa. And you got to wonder when Tom Brady goes to the podium and has to answer questions about yet another loss and what he has to do, whether or not in the back of his mind he's thinking, man, why did I do this? The last two weeks, their losses are to a terrible Pittsburgh team and a terrible Carolina team. Which gets us. I mean, that's, that really you, – you you ask, would you quit in the middle of the season? I might. After those two things, <laughs> yes. That. Which gets us to the Panthers. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. 21-3 to three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't care how bad things are in Tampa. The fact that that Panthers team, after having just traded Christian McCaffrey – earlier in the week to the San Francisco 49ers, 21-3 with the Bucks. P.J. Walker looked like the real deal. Three things that we learned from the Panthers win next. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. Panthers won? That was a shock. Not going to lie. 21-3 was not the thing that we thought was going to happen on Sunday. Despite the Buccaneers' issues, the Panthers have a whole list of other issues. But credit to Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach. Credit to Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman for stepping up in the absence of Christian McCaffrey. And P.J. Walker played well, too. This gets us to the concept of tanking and lesson number one in the Buc- in the uh, Panthers' win over the Buccaneers. The owner might want to tank. We don't know that from David Tepper, but I'm sure he wouldn't be opposed to a great draft position. The front office might not be opposed to that either, and fans obviously want better draft position. But the coach, he doesn't care about that. He's trying to win games, and the players are also trying to win games too because contracts matter. Look at Brian Burns, right? Brian Burns is going to ball out because he's got a massive extension coming his way. And here's Wilkes on a, on a week of people talking about tanking and how that did not bother him. 
Uh, it didn't bother me at, at all because I really keep my focus uh, on the men in this room right here each and every day. Uh, but I just wanted to put it out there to let you know that these men in this room have too much too much character all right, to even, even five and something like that. So, uh, again, just excited about the win today. That's Steve Wilkes after the win. And then here's, the, here's Steve Wilkes today about P.J. Walker. Sam Darnold, theoretically healthier, going to come back soon. You know, Baker Mayfield, I think, was listed, listed as doubtful. And at some point, you'd expect him to be the starter. But not if you ask Steve Wilkes. Uh, they were afraid to have him throw the ball in L.A., but he looked pretty good against that Buccaneers defense, which was supposed to be their strength. And maybe he actually might have earned the job over Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. As I mentioned yesterday, it's going to be tough to, to not uh, put him back in there. And uh, as of right now, I don't see no reason not to. I'm going to evaluate things throughout the week. Uh, I thought his performance yesterday was um, very impressive in the things that he did, just really uh, commanding the offense, uh, pushing the ball down the field. Uh, he and I talked about a few things. We're in great field goal uh, position, and uh, we took a sack, which was, you know, Something that we can't do. We got to get rid of the ball, and then plus on that play, Chuba should have got out in the flat uh, to give him an option to check the ball down. So, uh, other than that, I thought he had a great, fo- uh, great football game yesterday. That's interim head coach Steve Wilkes of the Carolina Panthers. So, Gilio, you, you, you delighted in the hot hand theory conversation with quarterbacks last week. Yeah, but those dynamics are different in different places, right? Yeah. You know, you got Cooper Rush winning your football games. Well, Dak Prescott's healthy, so. Get, get him back in there. But in this particular case, we're talking about Baker Mayfield, who hasn't done squat, and Sam Darnold, who we know what he's about. So if P.J. Walker, who is the backup, we know he's a backup. He's not the franchise's future. But if you feel that he's going to put you in a better position to win right now, which is what Steve Wilkes is trying to do, I don't see why you move on from him. Yeah, biggest change to me was the contributions you got, not only from Chuba Hubbard, but Deontay Foreman. Yes. We haven't seen anything from him. And I really thought that was a smart offseason acquisition by the Panthers. And, and DJ Moore, you know, I, I think it helps that they're coming out and saying, hey, th- this is our core. Moore is part of our core. Derek Brown's part of our core. Chin's part of our core. We're not trading these guys. And I think that will motivate them the rest of, this, the, rest of the way, but you still have to get them the ball. And DJ Moore is a talented player, and I just it's it's been weird to me to see how the Panthers got went about those first six games mm-hmm. without you know if you have Foreman use him. Yep, that doesn't mean sacrifice Christian McCaffrey, but use him. You got more, use him. You you Tommy Tremble, kid from Notre Dame, who I thought was a great pick last year. Yeah, you know we've never really seen him uh, the way that I think he can play and can help this team out. So. We've talked about this with NC State. I think I think Carolina can, and the Panthers can help on this too. Understand who your players are and understand how to use them in the best possible way and give yourself the best chance to win. And what, if that's P.J. Walker, great. Which gets us to thing that we learned, item number two, putting these players in the position to win, right? Who was that on? It's the coach. It's 100% of the coach. Always in the coach. This is just further evidence that not moving on from Matt Rule at the end of last season was a mistake. I'm not trying to extract I'm not trying to extract this. Oh man, the Panthers won a game so they're like so back. But what you saw out of the Panthers was, all right, things haven't been working one way, so let's just mix let's get, let's get the guys where we need them to be. Even without Christian McCaffrey. Well, actually I should say even with Christian McCaffrey, I think we can all agree that they did not use Christian McCaffrey properly. 
who's that on? Coaching. Matt Rule, who you and I both agree never really had this team prepared or they never looked like they were truly prepared for NFL games. When you look at the totality of the NFC South at this point in the season, I would love to have truth serum poured down David Tepper's throat and ask him, do you regret not firing Matt Rule in the offseason now? Because look at the state of the NFC South. This is something that you and I pondered at the beginning of the season, that if the Panthers were going to have a chance, it was going to be about being less terrible than the other teams in the NFC South that were going through some things. We're seeing it unfold in Tampa. Tom Brady finally flew too close to the sun, and it's coming back to haunt him right now with the Buccaneers. The Falcons, while feisty, in a rebuild mode. The Saints still trying to figure things out after Drew Brees and Sean Payton, the head coach, being now in the booth, right? So here you got the Panthers with a good defense, decent defense, and some decent playmakers at the time, Christian McCaffrey. And theoretically, an upgrade in Baker Mayfield. But as we all know, everything Matt Rule decided to touch was terrible. That was his brand. The Panther way was, uh, I know what I'm going to do here. Uh, we're going to be terrible. Didn't work out. We're so Pepsi. Pepsi. I'm sorry, Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. Of, co- of course, Pepsi. He had to choose Pepsi for the way of the Panther. So had they gone, I'm not saying it's a one for one, but you do wonder, and you'd like to make this point all the time, Julio. You're not that far away in the NFL. They're not. Daniel Jones didn't suddenly turn into, you know, no. this all-world quarterback. He kind of still is who he is, but no. the Giants are still finding ways to win. And, and analogous to the Panthers, they've done it the other way mm-hmm. because they Saquon Barkley is the difference maker. They've basically told Daniel Jones, don't turn the ball over. He's done a great job of that. But Barkley's turned into the difference maker, turned into the true star. They could have had that in Christian McCaffrey. I don't know. The thing about Christian McCaffrey is he just might be, it might be over for him. Kind of like Russell Wilson in terms of he might not be a hammer every week for the rest of his career, like the way he was in his prime. This happens in the NFL. But I think they made the right move in trading McCaffrey. I think they made the right move by not trading Burns. We'll see what they do here. They're, They're one game out of first place, and they're one game out of the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. So it could go either way. Well, we know what the players and the coaches are going to want to do. I understand that. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. There's probably there are three franchise quarterbacks who will be available at the top of that yeah. draft next year, and right now they'd be sharing a board with two of the franchises, the Lions but, and the Texans, who desperately need a franchise quarterback. But that, but that, but that's the thing. That's that is at the heart of these conversations in the NFL. One game out of being mm-hmm. number one in, number the, one in the draft, and one game out of a playoff spot. Yep. Right. We know what the players want. We know what yeah. Steve Wilk. Steve Wilk's trying to win a job. Sure. Actually, or the, somewhere. Or somewhere else, yeah. because I think we kind of know how this is all going to play out yeah, for yeah. Steve Wilkes. And the He's Carolina not going to be the Panthers coach, but he could, he could be a coach somewhere else. So we like to say this all the time. Guys are playing for the next contract. Steve Wilkes might be coaching for his next job as a head mm-hmm. coach or another defensive coordinator gig somewhere else based on what he's done. So those these two things are not compatible for, for how we talk about these things. And the same goes for the decisions as it relates to somebody like Brian Burns. Because... Because this is the other thing about the draft that I think we need to understand. Kyle Shanahan said this last week when they traded for Christian McCaffrey. They gave up a second, a third, and a fourth in next year's draft and a fifth in the 2024 draft. And people were like, oh, man, that's way too much. And Shanahan's point was, well, we don't know what the hit rate is in the draft. we got a guy that we know can do something in Christian McCaffrey, and we're going to utilize him. I'm not going to read too much into what happened this weekend with, A, it's the Chiefs, all right? 
B, Christian McCaffrey literally just got there. Sure. So let's see how that plays out for the Niners going forward. But I'll say this. Shanahan was right when it comes to the draft. You can overrate draft capital because what you're banking on is that you're going to get it right every single time, which gets us to Brian Burns. Brian Burns, there was a report from Adam Schefter that a team was going to offer two number one first-round picks for Brian Burns, who's, what, 25 years old, instrumental in the win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's Vashti Hurt, Carolina Blitz, who had asked Brian Burns about this trade rumor from Adam Schefter and how he felt about it. Did you hear that the Panthers turned down two first-round draft picks for you? I mean, how does that make you feel? It made me feel good. It's like I want it. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> um, but like, like I said, I, I put on the list like everything I can control. If I can't control it, I cross it out if I can. I circle it. He can control how many Hennessy shots he's going to have and which movies he's going to watch. Dennis, which movies was he going to watch after the win? I'll let him tell you. Here's Brian Burns. Now that I got a sack with Tom and we got the dub, I think I'm going to have three glasses of Hennessy tonight. Whoa. <laughs> watch two movies. Friday and uh-huh. what else? Okay. Huh? Friday and what else? Rush Hour 2. I just, I, well, I ain't going to watch Friday tonight. I'm going to watch Rush Hour 2. Watch Bad Boys 2. And New Jack City. Oh, oh wow. You're throwing it back. Yeah, so, three. so three games. Okay. With the Hennessy? Yeah, I ain't got nothing to lose. Three glasses tonight. Three glasses of Hennessy. Yeah, nothing to lose straight. Man, New Jack City. I haven't seen that movie in ages. <laughs> so that's probably three, yeah, that's That'll get you back. That'll knock you back. So here's the question. Yeah, okay, two first-round picks. That's sexy. Get it. Are you sure you can find that guy with one of those picks? No, you can't. No, you can't. Not every deal makes sense for the draft picks because what you're banking on is, oh, yeah, 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 I'm just going to find myself another Brian Burns. Who is that dude? No. We saw this with uh, Mac, Khalil Mack. Yep. You know? And the Raiders traded him. Oh, we can get another one of those. Did you? No, you can't, dude. No, you can't. So, Panthers did the right thing here in keeping Brian Burns young, coming into his own, and he's got a nice contract coming his way. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. You can also check us out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been on YouTube, but you might not have known about that. And I've been told that the Utes are very much into YouTube. So, uh, as the Utes would say, smash the subscribe button. You don't have your own kids who spend all their time on YouTube? That's what mine. Uh, yeah, my, my kids spend, uh, an, uh, I guess, the snap face and... The other stuff. Yeah, my 14-year-old recently downloaded Snap, and we had to have an honest conversation about that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are hard conversations. Very, very hard conversations to have, but I was prepared to have them. The Real Talk Express, as I like to call it. Yes, yes. But there's a rotation of Hulu, YouTube, and video games. Well, because Hulu has all the Family Guy, American Dad, Futurama, like all those. Look, I've, I've maintained that Family Guy... An American dad, uh, I didn't need to have the talk with my kids. <laughs> Covered it for you. Seriously. I'd be the best. 
not sure you should be dispensing like, that on this program. So, all right. So, Dennis, do we have like a disclaimer somewhere that what? says I'm just, like, I'm just uh, saying. Hosts are not responsible, or at least one that says Joe Giglio does not endorse all I'm, of Joe Obvious's parenting sure, advice. I'm pretty sure that my kids needed to know what they needed to know about the birds and the bees thanks to Family Guy. Can we get the big voice guy to do that for us? <laughs> The birds and the bees. Is that what you needed? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like these these views are not endorsed oh, yeah. by ninety nine nine the fan, Joe Giulio, oh, or Julio. Capital Broadcasting. <laughs> oh, and the Simpsons. They also learned a lot about the oh, Simpsons. There you go. I mean, look, Homer and Marge occasionally had sexy time and that's how they learned about it. And yet their kids never aged. Weird. Weird. Let's give you our hot and cold of the weekend. Presented by Any Day Heating and Cooling, a family-owned company. Jillio, what was your cold of the weekend? All right, stop me if this sounds like the plot to a Ben Affleck movie from the year 2000. Weber State lost 43-38 to Montana State mm-hmm. after their long snapper had the yips. He, he, he snapped the ball over the punter's head not once, not twice, not three times, but four times that led to eight points. For Montana State. So Weber ends up losing 43-38 after their long snapper gives away eight points. Now, where I tie this into Ben Affleck in a a bad 2000s movie is, is, are we sure this guy's not deep into, like, the meth mob Mm -hmm. who are running drugs on on a trucking route through Montana somewhere? Like, how do you you purposely snap the ball over the punter's head four different times? At what point does the coach not be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we don't punt this time. My cold of the weekend goes to Dragons. Can't even give me like a hot Charlize Theron. Nothing. Oh, okay, cool. No spoilers. We're running out of time. Gotcha. My cold of the weekend goes to Dragons. Humans didn't want a civil war. That's true. Nah, I don't believe it. No, 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 no. I don't believe it. The one kid just wanted an eye for an eye. That's all it was. But the dragons have a mind of their own. One dragon shot fire another dragon. The bigger dragon said, hell no, bro, and ate him. So now we got a civil war. In uh, House of the Dragon. So my cold goes to the dragons. Not properly trained. What's your hot of the weekend? Yet magically by Daenerys. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Mattress Mac is at it again, and now he's in line to win the, the the largest legal bet in history, Joe. Mattress Mac is Jim McInvale, who owns uh, furniture gallery furniture in Houston. He put up $10 million on a couple of different tickets for the Astros to win the World Series. His net would be $75 million mm. before taxes. Impressive. Impressive. My hot of the weekend goes to the entire city of Philadelphia. Is there a better sports town in America right now? Phillies are off to the World Series. They're jumping on light poles. And, oh, by the way, the Eagles are good, too. And the Flyers are suddenly spunky? Do I have this right? So, Philly, shout out to you. All the Knicks, roast pork sandwiches, cheesesteaks are overrated. It's the OG. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovius. Speaking of hockey, Kane's Corner, presented by Stormbrew and hosted by Mike Maniscalco, is back. We haven't done this since 2019. So you can head on over to Backyard Bistro this Wednesday with special guest Sebastian Ajo. If you can't make it out there, you can listen to it on 99.9 The Fan or watch it on WRAL Sports Plus. we got Panthers Talk coming up next. We'll see you Tuesday on The Fan. Oh, we still got 30 seconds? Yeah. Oh. 
I'm sorry, no, you got, you got 33 seconds. All right, so real quick. Now you want to give me some Charlize Theron is hot in that movie. Fine, All be right. that way. I was Circle, I circle I, back. I was, out, I was out at 54 in my head. I didn't realize we had extra time. So please, yes, Charlize Theron is hot in that movie. That's all I wanted. That's I all mean, you wanted. Okay. I mean, I, this guy had to be throwing that game. <laughs> there had to be a, a, a meth ring okay. in Montana somewhere. All right, now the show's over. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.